Welcome back, wizards, to Red, White, and Blue Crime. Before we get started, I would like to thank everyone who has been listening to these podcasts this far. Unfortunately, this is my last episode, but I have thoroughly enjoyed making these episodes and discussing some of the most notorious American crime cases. To start this episode off, we are taking it back to the early summer of 2008 in Orlando, Florida, where 23-year-old Casey Marie Anthony and her 3-year-old daughter Kaylee Marie Anthony lived a normal American life. Casey was a young, single mom trying to support her 3-year-old daughter and give her the best life possible. Casey's parents, Sydney and George Anthony, assisted in the caring for their granddaughter and loved her dearly like most grandparents do. The story starts to get strange when Sydney Anthony, Casey's mother, and 3-year-old Kaylee's grandmother makes this 911 phone call on July 15, 2008. As the call continues, the 911 dispatcher asks to speak to Casey herself. This is the voice you will hear. give some context to this call, Casey had apparently left for a business trip in early June a month before this phone call. She told her parents she was going to Tampa and that she was taking Casey with her. When she returned back to Orlando a month later, she informed her parents that she was supposedly taken by her nanny. Right off the bat, you can tell that this case is extremely suspicious and does not make sense at all. The demeanor of Casey in the phone call is calm and collective for a mother whose child has been missing for a month. Also, it is suspicious that Casey never alerted police when she realized her daughter was kidnapped. Casey was subsequently taken into questioning the next day after the 911 phone call we just heard. During the questioning process, it was discovered that Casey was not only a bad mother, but a pathological liar as well. In the interview clips I will play, it is so comical because she lies so many times to the officers. Now is July 16th, 2008. The time right now is 0411 hours on Pacific Mellon from the Orange Sheriff's Office. I am with Casey Anthony, is that correct? Casey, you understand this is being recorded? you have any objection to that? Yeah. Casey, I got called here and um, there was a missing child. 
took Casey to a babysitter's house. Yes. And who was this babysitter? Her name was Zenaida. Her name was Gonzalez. How long had you known Zenaida? Almost four years, maybe four years of Christmas this year. The woman that Casey just named, Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez, does not exist and was never her daughter's nanny. Where did you meet her? Who did you meet her through? A mutual friend, his name is Jeffrey Michael Hopkins. I met him at Nickelodeon Universal and met her through him. She was his son's nanny at the time. Does Jeffrey still work at the Universal? No, he does How long has it been since you left? Casey never worked with Jeffrey Michael Hopkins at Universal and he was fired six years before she even started working there. How would you normally drop off? How would you normally do the exchange with the child and the violence? Drop the child off, meet you somewhere? I would usually drop her off for a few months. We would go over to Jeff's house. We would go over to Park. And you would go to Jeff's house for To drop off Kaylee. Casey continues to lie and fabricate details for no reason at all. She keeps on digging her own grave by lying, and soon she will have to face the consequences. Go back to your statement. You dropped off Kaylee June 9th, and walk me through. You dropped her off to go to work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Get off of work. I got off of work, left Universal, driving back to pick up Kaylee like it was a normal day, and I show up to the apartment, knock on the door, nobody answers. So I call Zanetta's cell phone and it's out of service. I didn't really want to come home. I wasn't sure what I'd say about not knowing where Kaylee was. Still hoping that I would get a call or, you know, find out that Kaylee was coming back so that I could go get her. And I ended up going to my boyfriend Anthony's house, who lives in Sutton Place. This is all nonsense considering the fact that Zanetta Gonzalez is not a real person. Juliet Lewis, Casey's supposed co-worker, does not exist as well. She's a completely made-up person. And as for Casey working at Universal, she hadn't worked there for two years at that time of the interview. When she did work there, she wasn't even an event coordinator. She worked behind the counter at the Incredible Hulk roller coaster, selling people their pictures of themselves on the ride. The remaining content of the interview is Casey denying having any involvement with the disappearance of her three-year-old daughter. And she continues to make up every minor detail that comes out of her mouth. After her interview with police and investigators, she was asked to show the officers all of the places she was talking about in her statement. When bringing the officers to her place of work at Universal Studios in Orlando, she brought the officers on a 25-minute walk around the property until finally she got to a dead end, turned around, left, and admitted that she didn't work there anymore. This is how police started to realize she was a pathological liar and caught on to her act. They soon figured out that everything else was a lie and took her into custody. At this time, Casey's parents, Sydney and George, were making television appearances to advocate for their missing granddaughter. 
they visited Casey in jail and begged her to just tell the truth and help them find Kaylee. However, Casey continued to lie and claimed she hadn't seen her daughter in months since her disappearance. Eventually, the body of three-year-old Kaylee Anthony was found in a swamp less than a mile away from her home. She had duct tape over her mouth and nose and was wrapped in a Winnie the Pooh blanket. Her entire body was in a canvas laundry bag. Casey was then charged with first-degree murder and was put on trial. The media coverage of this case was insane and millions tuned in to watch as the verdict was read aloud in 2011. If convicted, Casey would have gotten the death penalty, but by some miracle, she was found not guilty. This came as a huge shock to most. Casey showed zero emotion for the death of her daughter and to this day has not admitted to anything. She walks as a free woman and in a recent interview, she has stated that she sleeps very well at night. It seems to me that justice was not served and the jury failed at their task. It is still a mystery how the sweet, innocent Kaylee Marie Anthony was murdered in June of 2008. Thanks for listening to the final episode of Red, White, and Blue Crime. I hope you enjoyed and learned a little more about the bloody past of some notorious Americans.